You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 109. And today, we're going to share how you can broadcast your authority through video. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and after being in business for 20 years, I took the leap of faith from a traditional bricks and mortar business into the online world and created a business based around my expertise. Now I have a life that gives me the freedom to work wherever I have an internet connection. I'm now obsessed with helping the unheard experts who are brilliant at what they do but feel like the world's best kept secret transform to influential thought leaders, all while creating a business which gives them the freedom to create their life by design. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Super stoked to be hanging out with you here for another Monday episode. I hope you had a fantastic weekend and you're ready and raring to go for an amazing week ahead Now, before we get into today's episode with our featured guest, I'd love to ask if you've left a rating and review on iTunes yet. I'd love your help to get to 100 reviews. And the reason is, is that iTunes uses that information to increase the listenership of the show. So that means getting this message into the ears of as many entrepreneurs as possible so that we can help them build their business and create their life by design. So I'd love to give a shout out to a few people that have helped out this week, like Jay Harris. Jay has a business called The Space Invaders, uh, or you can check them out at thespaceinvaders.com.au, and their mission is to fit out unique and inspiring spaces that develop a creative thought. So jump on and have a look at thespaceinvaders.com.au to be totally inspired. But Jay says, thanks for creating such an awesome podcast. All the episodes I've listened to so far have been great. Love your work. Thanks, Jay. We love your work too. And Pankaj from India says, wow, this is proof of magic of the universe. Just had a Zoom meeting yesterday with Sam and was excited. I stumbled across her powerful podcast. So thank you, Pankaj. And Daniel Daly and Jenna Rodriguez from over there in the States, thank you so much for leaving some rate and reviews. I love Danielle saying, of course, love her Aussie accent as well. So thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. So if you could, at the end of this episode, jump on to samanthariley.global forward slash iTunes, leave a five-star rating. Of course, if you feel that it the show deserves it. If not, then don't. Um, but leave a five-star rating and a review. I would love to give you a shout-out on the show and, yeah, would love your help in increasing our listenership. All right, let's jump into today's episode. I'm welcoming Tamara Thompson from Serious Take Productions onto the show. And they, I say they, Tamara and her business partner, Danielle, help people to get their message seen and heard on video. So this is a great episode about how to broadcast your authority using video. So let's welcome Tamara Thompson into the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I'm super excited to be welcoming Tamara Thompson here from Serious Take Productions. And today we're going to be talking about broadcasting your authority, which I'm super glad about and to have you here on the show, Tamara. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sam. 
Looking forward to it. (laughs) We always have great conversations when we chat. So for the people out there that are listening or maybe watching this on YouTube that haven't come across you before, can you just quickly share a little bit about what it is that you do and the kinds of clients that you work with? So I own a company called Serious Take Productions, which is a premium uh, storytelling video production service that we provide to our high-end clients. Normally, we work with successful entrepreneurs, some business owners, some corporate companies, but I'm really passionate to work with those that actually own their own business because I'm a business owner as well. So we work with a lot of people in the entrepreneurial space to bring their story to life in professional video from brand story trailers to event trailers to, you know, speaker trailers, like what is that trailer or brand that you want to to bring to life, you know, in a very creative way that keeps people's attention that, you know, doesn't lose focus or really just, just makes their brand pop, you know, and people automatically watch it. They're engaged and they're like, Oh, I want to, I want to get to know Sam more, you know, I want to get to know Tamara more. Like I just, boom, I want to be a part of this experience that, that they provide. So that's the type of videos that we produce for our clients. And then I also have my broadcast your authority TV show, which is a whole sub brand that I've created more on the influential side of how to help female entrepreneurs broadcast their authority from videos, from the media exposure and from the stage. Now, obviously, Anyone that's listening to the show, this show knows that that's what I'm all about. I love helping people to go from being unheard, from being the world's best kept secret to being influential thought leaders because I believe that we are here in this time and we've been chosen and it does sound very woo-woo, but I think that we've been chosen and that we have these experiences that have happened in our lives. You, you know, you and I have got stories, as does everyone. And these things happen to us so that we can use them to move forward, to share these stories and to inspire other people. And that's totally what you're about. So I'd love you to tell us, how did you even get into this story branding, story selling? Because the way you do it is very... I was going to say unique. I don't know that it's unique, but the way that you get people to tell their stories is extremely (laughs) detailed. Yeah, like it's just something I've grown to pay pay attention. I'm very detail oriented and you have to really be a good listener to to hear where specific elements of a story need to be shared because people may come to us and say, I have this great story to share and they'll go through and share something with me, but I'm just like, there's something else in there that you're not connecting the dot or maybe there's a specific element that was like, okay, so they share one story and then all of a sudden I was like, is there something that maybe happened between like this mark here, this time period that connected this dot and then they may all of a sudden get really vulnerable, but then they figure out that this X, Y, Z was missing, you know, the in-between dots there. And, And then it's like being able to have a conversation with someone and literally say like, wow, like I didn't even know that that should be part of my messaging or my story that attracts the right people. Because there was a gal that actually contacted me through Facebook one day. I'd never talked to her before. She just sent me a message and she said, hey, I'm flying in from the UK tomorrow. I'm in Los Angeles for about 30 days. Can you meet me tomorrow? (laughs) I was like, what? And it was interesting to me because she had this compelling story. I could tell she was so passionate about helping women that were going through transitional periods in their life, like on deep levels. And she just kept telling me like these stories. And I was like, we sat down and for about 90 minutes, so it took a while to to pull it out. But then I, I, she was like going through these elements of her life. And I said, is there something that might've happened like even within a couple of years before that? And she all of a sudden just kind of took a deep breath, let it out. And she said, well, this actually happened to me in this situation arose uh, two years before this specific situation. I said, 
that is why you help women because you went through that specific experience. And even though you became super vulnerable, I'm super grateful that she did that and opened up to me. Like when you are able to be vulnerable, not all brands are vulnerable that way. Like Mm -hmm. it's product Mm -hmm. service or something, but you have to figure out what is that little tweak in the messaging that's going to get people's attention. Like within a matter of seconds, you know, like here is like, so like even your opening line, like, you know, it's like, it's the relatable factor instead of someone coming coming on saying like, hi, I'm Tamara Thompson from blah, 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 blah. I'm going to start with some line that's like, you know, back when I was seven years old, that was the first time I ever touched a camera, yeah. you know, and people are like, oh, cool. Like you start to, to get the visuals, the relay, like my dad brought home a camcorder and all of a sudden we're videotaping my little brother that's a baby and I'm trying to jump in front of the camera and they're like, Tamara, get out of the way. <laughs> you, know? Like, you know, you're telling a story because people can relate and then they start seeing the visuals and that's where you have to get their attention. doesn't matter if it's a personal brand, influential brand, a product, a service, but that's really how we like figure that out and sit down with people to figure that, that process out with them. Yeah. And it makes people really, really stand out. And you said it right in the beginning, you help make brands pop. And I've seen a lot of your clients' branding trailers and every single one of them, without a doubt, you are absolutely hooked from the second that person opens their mouth. And I think it's the difference between people just trying to tell the same old hero's journey, this is me and this is what I've done, making it relatable to the person that's watching the video, which is actually what it's all about, right? It is. And sometimes, you know, you can kind of cover up little bits and pieces because you don't want to share like the entire story, but it's something that you need to to grasp them and, and that hook that comes in that's like, Oh, because there's also pain points that you're trying to relate with there that people like they went through an experience that they can relate with, you know, because you either went through that or you knew somebody that went through that or a client that went through that, that you helped them through that experience. So that's what that video is about. It's like, oh, like I can so relate with that. Oh, she's been through this. I want to work with her. She understands me. But being able to have the visuals match it and be able to capture that attention within three seconds and then keep them on the video for 10 seconds and then be able to keep them till the end of the video, we've been able to track the insights on our videos now that our clients' videos are viewed nine times longer than the average video, meaning basically they they stay on the videos. They watch them. Even if they're five minutes long, people can say, oh yeah, we have the attention span of a goldfish. Yes, we do. (laughs) But if it's compelling enough, it's inspiring enough, or there's movement enough with the emotion that's going through for the ideal audience it's being shared to that that should be shared with, those people are going to relate and they're going to watch it to the end. Absolutely. And I can stand up and put up my hand and say, what you are saying is 100% true because I'm a shocker. I do have the attention span of a gnat. I mean, you and I have got a joke that, you know, it's just like squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> I'm a shocker. I actually don't watch a lot of video because it goes too slowly for me. You know, if I'm reading something, I'll pull out 10 words and I've got it and I've moved on. But I 100% have watched every single one of your clients' branding trailers because for me, what it's about, it's not about the story. It's not about the visuals. They're the important part. But the The bit that I stay there and watch is this person is connecting. Like 
she's sharing something that I'm just like, wow, she's been through this thing, she's overcome this challenge and she draws me into her story where I feel like I'm a part of it and I think that's really it's what the, the essence is. Yeah, it's yeah, the connection. Totally. You, you feel like you know that person. Like yes. you all of a sudden are immersed and you're like in the video, you're like in the movie, right? Yes, absolutely. You're in the cinematic trailer, you're like, I'm in there, like I'm, I'm, I am the drone. I am the beach, I'm flying. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, like, you, you know, it's just like you're bring, you're being part of that person's journey and then like feeling vulnerable and the emotion is what's most important. And then our team's really good at being able to pull out the music, the right music with the videos, because that's really what keeps emotion. You can watch a video uh, 10 times a day and watch like nine out of 10 videos and be like, eh, that was okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was okay. And then you watch one, you're like, wow, what, what, yeah. what was it that, that made that different? Like nine times out of 10, it's the music and people don't know how to choose the right emotional music that builds or like, depending on if it's a beat brand, is it poppy? Like you have to figure out what that mo motion is too, because you want people to either be like glued to the video. They're like either, or they're like bobbing their head, they're tapping their feet or they're like not in their head. You're like, yeah, I totally agree. Like you want that as they're watching this on their own screen at home or wherever they are on their mobile device. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. really what's important. And people will be like, wow, like, why was that so compelling? Well, first off, the messaging's right. The story's right. The visuals are right. And the music keeps yes. you like you have hair raising on your arm or you're yes. just like ready, ready to jump out and dance. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever <absolutely>. that is. <laughs> it's really important. So. Yeah. And I guess that's probably why it appeals to me being a choreographer. I get all that and I see the details and what I learned from choreography where we're, you know, we're create, we're putting sets together and we're creating costumes and, you know, it's very, there's so much more to choreography than meets the eye. And we learn how to see the little details that other people can't, but people can only tell when the details aren't there, not when they are there. Well, it's interesting when our clients work with us and they go through this experience. So a couple of weeks ago, we just finished one of our um, luxury video retreats with our female entrepreneurs in La Jolla, California, this beautiful mansion location. We all came together, we mastermind, we produced all this video content, but there's so many moving parts because there was so many videos being created over a matter of days. And so they were like, wow, how did you figure out like, this is the timing here. This person goes here. This person goes here. Like we have to move shift people here. These cameras are going here. We had like seven cameras on site, you know, with multiple lighting kits, multiple lavaliers, whatever it was to take. We had a drone. We had, you know, standby. We had videographers, you know, all these things like people, like gaffers, everything just, just around. And so like, but they were like, wow, how did you figure out that you could produce, you know, over dozens of videos in a matter of three days for this many people. And I was like, well, first off, I know exactly how long it takes and it should take. Does this person know, is this person confident on camera already? Like, do they know their stuff? Are they like a go-getter? Do they need a teleprompter? They like, can they just go with it? What is this, this like, you know, you know, so it's like, you got to get the sense of people and then you have to take a buffer time. So it's like, okay, so I have buffer time here and here. And people are always like, oh, so like we can do this and then do this. I'm like, no, you can't do that because it has to take time to pick up this camera. You got to move this. You got to reset the lights. You have to do this. And people are just like, they, when they get on set, they're like, wow, you're so detail oriented. The sense of like a lot of it's in pre-production notes, all the, the calls beforehand, the storyboards, the shot list, what's the angle, what, what do you wear on camera? What color tones, you know, what, what doesn't blend, what does blend um, and all that stuff. So it's like that whole pre-production process that people go through and then they get on site and they're like, 
whoa, you know, it's not like hiring a videographer that may be a creative and it's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go shoot with some content. That person might not necessarily have their zone of genius in the post-production department, yes. though, right? Yes. So then we have a separate team that does all the post-production because that's their, that's their jam, you know? And so it's like putting the people in their roles that they're the strongest at with a team environment that can produce that many videos and content through a specific amount of time to help impact more people at one time yes. and mastermind at the same time, which is really cool because people are like, wow, like I didn't even know this was possible. And the fact that people could try to probably go out there and try to do, do something, recreate something like this. Like the fact that I have over 14 years of experience in video production alone, I've produced over probably 10,000 videos. Like it's, you have to be so detail oriented to produce and put that out like that on a professional level too. So absolutely, absolutely. But it's all about being in your zone of genius. Now, what does it talk about broadcasting your authority? Because that's very much what you're into now. And I know that you have personally decided to do this in your business, Serious Tape Productions. Mm -hmm. And I'd love you to tell us, you've got a business that's got a business name. Why have you decided to broadcast your authority and build your personal brand on the side? And I want to really delve into this because I think this is going to help so many people. Yeah, well, you know what I was noticing is like being a feel like a female film director. Like I can be director Tamara Thompson here, and I have a company. But then it was it was a lot of the time people wanted a face with a name, or they wanted to to know what this was was going on. And, and me being a female CEO, it was so much more than just being a video producer or director. Like I speak on stages, you know, I have my own TV show, and I really thought to myself, the more that people actually search for things and people that find like me, it's, they were finding me, like yes. they were finding me, they were finding my blogs, they were finding like my social media accounts, my director page. And yeah, they, they could look and be like, what's serious take productions, which is our actual production company name where, you know, I want people to take their business and brand seriously, you know, but in the same sense is like more people relate with a person than a company name. And when you start Googling things and looking up influencer people that own companies, you're looking at like, you know, we all know what Spanx is, right? But we all know who Sarah Blakely is. That's right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we know who she is. We want to know the person that's behind this. Scrub Daddy, you know, Lori Grenier invested in Scrub Daddy. We, we know all the people that are running these you know, shows. We know who they're building the brands. You know, we have Richard Branson. We know his company, but we know who he is. Oprah. I mean, you got all these people out there. Lisa Nichols, speakers, brands, like the ones that are really impacting people are when they know your name. You're out there as the authority and you have your own company. You can have your corporation or your LLC or whatever that looks like, but it's really important. People connect more with an individual and that's really yes. what I've seen, especially speaking on more stages. Like they don't necessarily care what my company name is. I want to work with you, Tamara. I want Absolutely. to work with you. And that's really important for people to hear because that it, this is only going to, I think, develop and get bigger and bigger as... You know, the online space is just growing mm. so fast, but we connect with a person, we connect with their values, we connect with their personality, we connect with their vision. I fly Virgin Australia when I'm in Australia because of Richard Branson, but I see plenty of Qantas commercials and, you know, all of the other commercials for all the other airlines, but I respect Richard Branson as an entrepreneur, so I fly Virgin. And mm. I think that's the, that's the way that we do business these days. It really is. It's that personal side of the brand that really 
takes form, even with like Instagram and Facebook. A lot of the things that we follow, obviously we know like media and publication pages and stuff like Entrepreneur, Forbes and stuff like that, but those were all created by people. You know, we got Ariana Huffington. We all know she created the Huffington Post and now, you know, she's got Thrive Global and now she's impacting more people, but we know who she is. Like it's because she's put her out herself out there in so many other ways. And so it's just being able to support people to grow their own personal self as the brand. Absolutely. No, I know you said something before we started recording and I wanted to ask you about this. You were talking about when we broadcast our authority and build our personal brand that it's more about creating a movement. And I think this is something really important because the movement is is the drive that we feel to go and do something better. And I know that this is something that you discovered right early on in the piece. So tell us about creating a movement. So like I'm like huge on like like Right now, I, I, the Broadcast Your Authority like movement started more with me starting my own show where I interview female entrepreneurs who are broadcasting their authority, but also have movements themselves and are going after something for a greater purpose, not just the money. Obviously, we all love money. We want that to flow to us abundantly, but it's about opening the doors and creating experiences for people so you create raving fans. And so in that sense, here we have a movement when you're helping support other people. Here I have a TV show that I'm bringing on, you know, a lot of amazing guests, even my clients, you know, a lot of influential people. I have a lot of great guests coming out in 2019 that people are going to be like, wow, how did you connect with that person? I'm like, I'm, you know, my team's persistent. We, we offer a lot. We want to give back. We want to make sure that we help support people's causes and movements. Because when you reach out to connect with these influential people, you got to make sure that you have something of value to provide to them yes. for their movement. Because it doesn't, there's no reason why some of them need to, to speak with us, right? Like they've already, they have their movements. They have millions of followers. They have millions of dollars, whatever that looks like. But when you have something that's going out to help at a greater, bigger purpose, that's really what's what's happening with these movements. And when people just kind of start following and seeing, and I get messages all the time now when I see my shows, like I, I saw a gal that literally, all, like I'd never talked to her before, and she was my Facebook friend, and she saw one of my TV shows, and she literally wrote me and said, hey, I'd like to get on a call. I'd like to hire you. And I said, well, hello. <laughs> I, said, I said, I just want to know what, what encouraged you to reach out? She's like, I see what you're doing with the broadcast, your authority TV show in order to help support other female entrepreneurs. And I love that. So to be able to show that in a way, especially through the strength of video, not just professional video, but being able to be consistent with live streams and Facebook groups, whatever it is that you need to do, you need to be consistent, post content, you know, if it's with your smartphone or not, or if it's professional, you just got to go out and do it. Like you got to reach out to people, you know, use specific tools to, to connect with other people. I use Vidyard, which is a great tool that you can send out like little introduction videos or like follow-up videos where you actually just send somebody a message and email and it's your face talking, you know, it's stuff like that. Like be personable with people so that you can help create movements and help support other people in the process. Yeah. So creating a movement is all about you living your purpose. Obviously your purpose or your movement is around helping female entrepreneurs to get their stories out. Tell us how you discovered that because so many people get caught up you know, oh, struggling. I can't find my purpose. How did you find your purpose? 
wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think it's always kind of been with me to help other people. Like, I know I'm not going to go into my deep stories and stuff like that, but I'm over eight years sober and through the journey that I went through in my sobriety and finding out like who I really was, you know, with things and then understanding that video has been with me since seven years old when my dad got the first camcorder and then I went back to film school and I started a YouTube channel in 2005 and I built a, a channel that had over 800,000 views in the first year and then I deleted it and I was like, no! what was I doing that? <laughs> because I wasn't being who I wanted to be. I wanted to be a serious filmmaker and that's where Serious Take Productions came into play. I wanted people to take me seriously. And so like video was always something that was was with me and so that but moving into entrepreneurship and speaking at events and seeing what all these movers and shakers were doing at events and I just was like I'm gonna hold my own events so I'm like let's do this and so I did it because I just a massive action taker fall flat on my face get up try again try something else shift doesn't work okay try something new connect with somebody else okay connected with them didn't connect with them. All right, move on. Whatever that looks like, like you have to be able to find your tribe too and people that support you through that that process of a movement. But it really got to be where I was speaking on a lot of stages and uh, I, I love I love all my friends and everything, but it was, it was one of those points where I was realizing where the ratio of men to, to women speakers on a lot of the entrepreneurial stages I, stages I was speaking on were very small. So like I spoke at a friend's event and there was like probably 17 men speakers and then two of us female speakers. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, I get it. It's, it's okay. Like I get it. But I was so grateful to be there because I ended up meeting awesome people, but it got me thinking where I was like, man, I really want to help. We have like we have just female events and then we have men and female events. We have men events and all these things. But I thought there could be so much more help to help, help women in ways. Cause we, we are looked at sometimes like as more of like the, 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 the gender that hasn't quite always advanced as mm -hmm. quickly as some mm -hmm. of the corporate fields sometimes like gender wage gap and things like that. There's always, there's always going to be issues between men and women, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not by choice, but you know, so, so, but, but I thought to myself, why not help more women? I just, I saw more women struggling in, in, within certain spaces. So I wanted to help, help more women. And that's kind of where the shift went for the broadcast, your authority TV. And then it just started flowing. Like people were coming in, people were connecting, people were relating to my story. And then I was learning about their story. And then it just kind of started just taking off. And then we mm. started produce like a whole series which became a movement and now we created basically a mastermind for women as well to help mastermind on the side of marketing but now also creating retreats where we produce high quality video content for their brands and help them broadcast their authority through YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. What does this look like? Do they need their own TV show? Do they need a brand story trailer? What is it and what platform did they honestly need to be on? Are they on the wrong platform? Because some people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because all different platforms have different people yes. watching. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. So for people that are listening that say, you know, I want to really develop my story and get my story out there and they may be stuck with where to start. Is there a framework to help them to be able to start to pull their story out and their messaging out? I do have a framework. It's quite deep though. <laughs> I send out really detailed uh, questionnaires to like help them deep dive, like ask them specific points, like who is it they're helping? What are the pain points they believe? Like what is like, what is the story that that's going through? So it's, it's kind of hard to answer the question because I go through like this process through each of our calls. It's like 
this is what I need to know from you. Like, what does this feel like? What does this sound like? Like, so it's, it's hard to just be like, just give an overall general answer because everyone's story is different. And mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. because each brand is different too. So if I'm like, Hey Sam, like, tell me what, why you do what you do. And people might beat around the bush or throw some fluff in there. I'm like, no, really, why do you do what you do? <laughs> like, you know, so it's, it's, it's just being able to pull that out. And then I have a sheet that I have them fill out. So it, they actually fill in the blanks for it. So it's like, what, how do you do like the story introduction? Like who are the people you're helping? What, what is the service you provide and things like that. So it's like through that element of them filling out that process that allows me to get on a call where then I deep dive into what that really looks like with them. So, so what I'm hearing is that you need to be very clear on the people that are your target market. Yeah, totally. So that you start to know which parts of your story to pull out because we've all got lots of different parts of our story. Which part or which story is, and and that's really what it is because we have people that come to us sometimes that say or think that it's one story and then all of a sudden they realize it's not. And it's just by going through and answering these questions and I basically read through it, their answers to be like, okay, now we're getting on a call and be like, what happened here that drew in this response. Like I need to know these specific things. So really it it, it is different for everybody, but it is really the clarity first. Like what is this? And, and, and knowing that you have a a strong mission and you know, some people come in and they know their story in and out. That's fine. But some people come in and they, they have a successful business, but there might be, there's something different in their messaging. That's just not quite hooking there. And so that's really what's important is to find the clarity and the message first on which story that you need to pull out. Maybe there's a whole overall story, but there's one element that's like, that's the point pain point right there. So that's really what we need to figure out first. And do you find, or have you ever found with people that you work with, they're very clear on what their story is. You've helped them deliver their brand trailer. That's all good. And two or three years down the track, they say, actually, Tamara, things have changed a little bit. Have you ever had that happen? You know, we've worked with people and people have come back and they've repositioned or they've gone through a rebrand where we would be able to either rework with them. So they're creating new content or there's something that tweaked where we're able to go back into archived project files um, that may be available there to tweak something in addition that makes sense. If it's still an overall brand that that's still in alignment, but maybe some of their messaging is, you know, different at this point. So, I mean, you can't go back in and and redo things. But some people, if that's the case, then they'll come back. But most of the time, most of the brands are spot on. And at this point, they've, they know what they want to do. And they've gotten to that point. They just need help getting it out there. So yeah, the reason I asked it is there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that have been, you know, working their expertise for 20, maybe even 30 years. And Mm -hmm. as they're developing their thought leadership, as they're going through the process, because some of them may have been working with corporate for you know, 20, 25 years and they're, they're in their business, even though they're super clear on their message, things develop and change as they go along. And I think it's really important and why I asked you that question, I think it's really important to listen to those cues along the way and that by going back and adding to your story or having your story maybe change a little in your perspective. Or tweak some element of it. Like yeah. there's some part that all of a sudden is has bigger meaning than it did yes. before or a specific focus that was like, oh, like obviously I have serious take productions, but now I'm really focusing on the broadcast your authority element. So things have um, not 
changed. It's just shifted. So it's the shift that, you know, you shift to success, you know, in that sense. And so that's really, that's really what people are doing is shifting. Um, And I really like that. It's not, it's not moving, it's shifting. And I guess why I asked that question is to give people permission to be open to allowing themselves to do that. But because by delving into these stories even further and even deeper, we actually create a brand that people connect with even more. And it's true because we all grow as individuals, especially like with people, you know, when like self-development is very important because we all all of a sudden like shift and then we become at a different level within our business or our thoughts or, you know, breaking through glass ceilings that aren't there, you know, things that, you know, people are going through that, you know, they get more vulnerable and then they get more confident and then they're like, oh. And then they have an aha moment, you know, because they're, they're just going full force and then they realize something, they just want to shift or they want to change a little bit, but they're still themselves. You know, yes. now there's something else, maybe there's a new product or a new launch, just like I'm pushing forward the, with this new movement. It's a part of me and my brand, but it's a new movement that I'm helping push out there. Obviously, we still have compelling stories and powerful videos and events and speaking from the stage, but it's like really focused on helping more people, you know, to do, do the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah, um, totally. And so, yeah, like we definitely work with people and we've had a few people that have come back to us, regular clients that need something shifted, you know, so that's a, that'd be, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So broadcast, you obviously with serious take productions, your focus is video production, but there's many different ways to broadcast our authority. Mm. How are you using video and what you do in Serious Tape Productions and helping people across the board? And why don't you tell us the different ways that you see people in your world, the women that you're masterminding with broadcasting their authority? Yeah, so most of the individuals, so a lot of people come to us first for like their their trailer story, you know, that bringing that to life. A lot of individuals want their own TV show at this point. So it's an online show. Maybe they're building it up on YouTube, you know, in that sense. Maybe they maybe they have a Facebook Live. There's another thing you can do and not having a professional video, but you can have like your what you do with Facebook Lives and, you know, be live TV or, you know, using different programs to go live with pre-recorded content, you know, like OBS, open broadcast software, um, different things like that. People just, we're able to open doors for people too. We have a lot of resources for our clients, especially on the speaking side. So a lot of, like I say, Hey, here's a whole resource. Like our assistants have put together like columns and columns of hundreds of events for female entrepreneurs to specifically like our assistants have done the research. It's not just, here's the link to an event. Here's a link to the event. Here's a description. Here's a person that runs the event. Here's the main contact. You need to get your foot in the door. You know, it's like be able to figure out what they need. So we, every time we mastermind or hold events or retreats, we're always asking people specifically, that's the main question we ask when they tell everyone in the room what they do and, and why they do it. But what is their biggest ask? What do you need from us to help propel you to the next level? Is it some, um, some introduction? Do you need to get on a TV show? Like, do you want to be on a local news station? Like, do you want media exposure? Do you want to be a more podcast? What is it that makes sense for your brand? And that's where we start making meaningful introductions as well. So it's like we're telling people to do stuff with video, create things, you know, simply with their smartphone and, you know, start, start somewhere and start uploading content to Facebook, to YouTube, to Instagram, wherever 
whatever that platform is, if it's LinkedIn, figure that point out, keep uploading it, see where your audience resonates with you. But really it's about the consistency of content and being creative with it and knowing and tracking the insights. So that's what we're always telling our clients, track the insights every week, go in there and be, see which, which videos are performing the best. Be like, yes, this one had you know, 5,000 views this week, or this one only had 1,100 views this week. Okay, this one had 700 views. Okay, maybe this one isn't the one I want to focus on. What's the content that was? Where was I? Was I in my home office? Was I walking and talking? Was, you know, was I an event showing behind the scenes? Whatever it is, you test it out to see what people hop on and ask questions for. Um, so that's really what's, what's important for like figuring out the content. Like our team will sit down with our clients through the retreat process, especially the ones that want consistent content every, every quarter. So they'll come back and they'll record their content the next quarter. Maybe it's 12 episodes. And so then my team goes in into YouTube and then they help do the meta tagging and, and the description and the thumbnail so that nobody has to worry about that. So we're building your YouTube channel for you, you know, with that, but you're recording and we're helping you like, what is the content that needs to be there? What's the research? What's the stuff that's actually being searched in YouTube right now? What is trending? Um, you know, it's just all this stuff like that. So analytics is a big thing for me. So being able to track that and have people just, and if people don't want to do it themselves, I totally understand, like get an assistant, you know, get a virtual assistant. Mm. They can do it for affordably every week just to go into a spreadsheet and create that and see what videos that you post do the best. That's really what, what I've been telling people is to really track the analytics because yes. you're going to find out what's important and then do polls and just ask your audience, like, what do you guys want to hear next? You know, yeah, absolutely. Them that they want to see this. And you're like, oh, they still want to see this. They're like, Tara, that's boring. <laughs> I did that over Jan over Christmas. And it, it seriously is one of the best things to do because it just, it will shine a light on exactly what it is that you're, you where, where your prospects are at and exactly what it is that they want. We don't have to guess, just ask them. Exactly. I mean, I see people going out and doing live streams like every day. And I mean, that's cool, but I, I don't suggest it because I think people probably get bored or they'll start clicking off. You know, um, I think that being consistent every week, like one, two live streams a week or post, or switch it up and do like pre, pre-recorded uploaded content. If you have your own show, if you have your own podcast, you know, whatever that looks like, sprinkle it out. So people are excited to see you every week instead of be like, oh no, here's Tamara again, 7am. Nope, not going to do coffee chat with Tamara. <laughs> I'm not up at 7 a.m. anyway. <laughs> I just made my coffee. <laughs> you know, it's like, but yeah, I mean, people just got to think about it. That's, that, I mean, all power of those that, that want the consistency and they set these goals. They're like, I'm going to create a, 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 a live stream 365 days. Most of the people I've seen do that have stopped. <laughs> um, they don't quite make it there. Like that's a really audacious goal. Set goals and content out that are realistic for you. And don't like push yourself over the limit where you're just going to be so exhausted that you don't even want to do it yourself. Yeah, right? that you hate it. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's actually two words that you said in all of that because there's a lot of things that we have to do. And it's like a thousand even, words. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Even just getting one YouTube episode up is like just so, you know, it's editing and it's thumbnails yeah. and all these things you said. This, you know, just one podcast episode for me takes more than 10 hours. I don't do it all. I do this and then hand That's it off. Right. But it takes someone 10 hours. You know, so there's two podcast episodes that go out in this show per week. There's 20 hours it takes my team just to get that out. But the two words that you said, because so many people could be feeling held back right now, is just start somewhere. Because mm -hmm. when I first started, before I even did my podcast, you know, when I decided I was going to broadcast my authority, you know, I maybe just started 
uh, using images of myself in my posts. It was just starting somewhere. So, yes, there's a lot that has to be done, but just chip away at it. Be consistent. That's the other thing that, that I heard you say that I'm so all selfies. over. It works every time. Just post selfies. <laughs> works every time he really uh, does. <laughs> you know but I mean you switch up your content obviously but but yeah you're, you're right it's like just get yourself out there like what is it that you're the authority in you need to be the expert stand up show people be consistent so they don't just drop off like people are watching you even if you don't realize they are I get messages all the time oh, I was on my a goodness, phone yes. call yesterday morning and one of our clients was literally like never supports Facebook posts, anything, likes, comments, share anything, right? But I'm talking to her on the phone and she's like, she's like, she's like, I see everything you're doing. It's amazing all the time. And I'm like, you do? She's like, oh yeah, I, I subscribe to your notification. So I get every single post notification. I was like, I never see a like a comment or she's like, oh no, I stalk you. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good to know. I'm glad I inspire you and you're working with us. That's great. <laughs> but oh. you need to think of it that way though. A lot of people are Facebook scrollers, lurkers. You're being seen, you know. You absolutely are. Don't, they don't even, I'm kind of a, a scroller like, a scroller comment, scroll, you know. Like I, I go in there and I interact with people, but that's me. Some people are not like that and they just post, but there are so many people seeing you and you don't even know it. And I mean, literally, I get messages all the time randomly because I just saw a TV show I, I posted or a video. They're like, oh my gosh, I love all the work that your team's producing. I love everything you're doing. I've been following you for like two years. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, I love this feedback now. Like, but just know and realize that, like, even if you're posting stuff and you don't feel like you're getting traction, like, just keep doing it and just yes. stick with it. Like, you absolutely, just, don't have self doubt on it. Just do it because people are watching. Absolutely, consistency is definitely key. And if you really love someone's work, just listening to what Tamara was just saying, and I totally, you know, I have people saying I've been following you for years. Reach out and let them know. There's, you know, I think it's really nice for the people that are putting in the work. Reach out, let them know that you you appreciated something, you enjoyed something, that you're inspired by something. And and I do this every week because I think it's really important to to show gratitude to the people that are adding value to your world. Gratitude and I is huge. I like I can't really reach it right now, but I have like this big gratitude jar like right over here. Like I just maybe I will try to grab it. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold that horses right there. But we've got to see the gratitude jar. Okay, so see, see, look, it's oh wow! So it's a gratitude jar. So literally, like, it comes with gratitude cards. Yeah, right. So every day, oh, what when I remember? (laughs) But what you know, I try to wake up every day and put something that I'm grateful for, even if it's a hard day and something went wrong. You be grateful for something going on in your life because something bigger and better is going to come. Like anytime something goes wrong in your life or you feel like something, what, like you just lost maybe a, a large sale or something and you're like, oh, and you're so down about it. You just have to be grateful that you're still alive. Grateful that you have people around you that support you. Grateful you have a roof over your head. You know, there's so many people in the world that we just, we get down and out about things. We just have to remember to come back to, you know, within ourselves and just be grateful for everything that we do and we put out for other people because that's, you're going to attract like. Absolutely. You know, the more that you're, you're grateful for something, 
the more people that are grateful for things see that and then it, they're just attracted to you, especially when you're posting content or just be thankful for people as well. So totally focus goes where energy flows. So if you've got your energy flowing to gratitude, then that's what will show up in your life. The same as abundance and all of the other yummy things. Awesome. Yeah. Tamara, you shared a heap of value. Where can our listeners or our, our viewers uh, learn more about you and what you're doing and stay in contact with you? Yes, of course. So they can either go to like our actual website, seriestakeproductions.com to view some of our actual compelling video stories, trailers, things like that. I do have my Facebook group. If you literally type in broadcast your authority with Tamara Thompson, like the actual words, <laughs> like you could find my uh, free Facebook group to go in there and connect with us. We do challenges in there every month. We share some content and people post videos so we can support and critique and just give feedback, you know, and help support other women business owners that want to actually post more videos in a safe place that may not you have even gotten going with video content. So that's a good safe place. And then my director, Tamara Thompson page on Facebook is a great page uh, to connect to. Fantastic. So for you've shared a lot about broadcasting your authority, creating a movement. We talked about, um, you know, sharing your compelling story for people that are listening. What is the one thing you want to leave them with that sums up this episode and ties it up with a beautiful little bow. <laughs> it's a little bow. I love it. <laughs> I was like, what color is the bow? The bow's red. Can't you see it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Broadcast your authority with a red bow. <laughs> no, I mean, I would just say, you know, like I'm one of those people that just take massive action. And I tell those people all the time, it's like, I think building your resilience through situations and learning from situations. Like if you're creating a video, post it and don't delete it. Like literally people critique themselves. I have people in the group literally say, I recorded this video like 22 times. And the first one was the best. I was like, I'm like, just post the first one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you're real. You're authentic. Just be you. Post it. And if you have anybody that you're like worried about that's going to see the video or haters or naysayers or whatever, then remove them <laughs> from your page or remove them from the settings of seeing your video content if you're really that worried about something. Because people that are on your pages should be supporters and really ignore the people that aren't because they shouldn't be in that space with negativity. Yes because people need to support you and support your movement and your growth. And, you know, there's a lot of talk in the online space and, and, you know, there's a lot of competition, but you know, the more that you post video content, the more you put yourself out there and get vulnerable and just be consistent. Once you post videos, it just gets super easy. Like you're just like, boom, I got to do it again. Huh. Yeah. Like, I want to I post that again. Or you do your first Facebook live and people get like an adrenaline rush. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I'm like, see, I'm like, what was the big deal? <laughs> like, it's just really just like about taking action, trying it. And then once you get going, you know, and you're like, maybe stuck with a content creation block, like ask for help, ask your audience, like what they want literally. And they're, they're going to help you create the content that they want to hear. And then you basically release that to them. So yeah, just yeah, anyone that's needs help with anything, like just always ask for help. You know, like there's people out in your space and in groups and that are there to support you in the ways. So people love to help. That's what I've learned. But everyone loves to help at the end of the day. Tamara, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you and I thoroughly recommend that anyone that's heard this episode to reach out and connect with Tamara because she really knows her stuff. Check out her, her brand videos. They are absolutely beautiful. And thanks again, Tamara. Thank you so much, Samantha. Appreciate you. 
Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode, and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.